You're listening to Teach Me the Bible podcast, where we unpack the meaning of books, passages, and themes from Scripture. Join us each week as our guests walk us through the truth of God's Word and teach us the Bible. This is Teach Me the Bible podcast. Hey everyone, my name is Tim Webb, and I'm here with David Klingler for our podcast, Teach Me the Bible. I'm so thankful you're here. David, today we're going to look at a, a very short letter, but as we've talked about this, there's a whole lot in this letter. If we're going to understand this letter, we're also going to have to understand some concepts that may be foreign to us today, things that even in the church, we're not even talking about outside the church, but in the church, in order for us to grasp this, there's some key issues. We're talking about authority, we're talking about submitting to authority, we're talking about leadership, we're talking about approaching it through an authoritarian response or love, um, how we respond to this. So even though it's short, I think there's a lot here. And so I'm ready to dive into this if you are, brother, because it's it could be a huge encouragement for the church today. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and these concepts aren't foreign. We just don't like them. Yeah. We just don't want, we just don't want to do it. We <laughs> it's don't want to. Yeah, yeah. We know exactly yeah. what they are. Just yes. I ain't doing yes. it. Yes. Right? Yeah. That's yeah. right. You're not the boss of me. And that's the problem. Right back to the fall. Right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so a little bit of background of what's going on <clears throat> here. Uh, uh, and so uh, Philemon is a member of the church. At Colossae, mm-hmm. uh, and as are all of the names that are in this uh, in this mm-hmm. book, and and we see these names listed at the end of the book of Colossians as well. Uh, apparently, uh, the 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 letter is not only addressed to Philemon; it's addressed to uh, Ephia, our sister, mm-hmm. and Archippus, our fellow soldier in the church. So, uh, Archippus, most likely, we we see in Colossians four seventeen that he's received some kind of ministry. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the church is meeting in his house, so probably a safe assumption or conclusion mm-hmm. that he holds some authority in the church, maybe even the elder. I would suspect, if I had to guess, he's probably the elder of the church, and uh, maybe Afia, uh, his wife, and the church is in their home. Mm-hmm. And so uh, by addressing the letter to, uh, to Philemon, but not only Philemon, but to also the whole church and members in the church, mm-hmm. there's a high level of accountability that comes in to right. this letter, right? So it's not just a letter that Philemon receives and can put in his back pocket and decide for himself. <laughs> right. This is going to be read in the body, in to the, the church. congregation, mm-hmm. to the church mm-hmm. to address this situation, right? Okay. What's the situation? Well, uh, there is Philemon. Uh, apparently, he was a... Uh, a master of a servant or a slave whose mm-hmm. name was Onesimus, and Onesimus mm-hmm. deserted him, maybe uh, stole something from him and deserted him. And as fate would have it, he leaves Colossae and finds his way to Rome. Um, in the sovereignty of God, finds his way <laughs> to a jail cell, and it just so happens in the sovereignty of God that there's a guy named Paul in the jail cell, yeah. <laughs> and Paul shares the gospel with him, and he wins him over right. uh, to to the faith, and uh, and uh, uh, and so now uh, Onesimus is not a runaway thieving slave, but a fellow believer and brother in Christ, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Onesimus is a an encouragement to Paul. Mm-hmm. And on this, uh, and Paul's desire is to keep him. However, um, Paul is uh, required by Roman law to return this slave to his master. Mm-hmm. His desire is to keep him, but return him 
to his master. So that's kind of the background for the for what's going on in the letter. And Paul is going to present a Philemon with two choices. Um, Philemon, um, you being a member of the church and me being the Apostle Paul, I could give you the order to return him to me in the Lord, but I would much rather um, you regard him as a fellow brother in Christ, fellow worker in the gospel, uh, and as your slave and now brother, his ministry could be to me Mm -hmm. for the building up of the body of Christ in the church, right? So you can send him back because I commanded you to, or you can send him back because you're regarding him as a brother and fellow worker in the gospel. Mm -hmm. He was of no use to you. Now he's of great use to not only you, but to me. So there's the choice that that Paul's going to give Philemon. Uh, and as you read the letter, you realize there's not, it's not much of a choice. Right. No, there's not. It's, I was pretty straightforward here. <laughs> Paul's, yeah. uh, Paul kind of hems him in pretty good he here, and, and we'll learn about what we what we mean by that. So Paul, a prisoner of Christ Jesus. I love how he, uh, he you know, uh, mm-hmm. uh, Paul, uh, the suffering prisoner of Christ, and Timothy, our brother, to Philemon, our beloved brother and fellow worker, right? Yeah. He reminds him right up front, uh, you you are the fellow worker. worker? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, You're now, with me in this? <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, now, what's interesting is um, the person who probably just handed Philemon this letter is his runaway slave. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the irony here. Right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think there might be a little bit of emotional charge uh-huh. here. Yes. Uh, um, Paul wanted to read uh, you to read this before you respond to me yes. returning to you. Yeah. Maybe something like that happens, yeah. right? Uh, but it wasn't just – it was also to uh, Aphia, our sister, and Archippus, our fellow soldier, and to the church in your house. You're going to read it in front of the whole church, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Right. So, um, <laughs> so Philemon can't just jump on on this yeah. and start choking him and say, yeah. what were you doing? You yeah, know? yeah. <laughs> He's got to show a little restraint here. Grace to you. And peace from God our Father and Lord Jesus Christ. Um, uh, this is a, um, um, you know, a corporate grace to y'all, mm-hmm. uh, and peace from God our Father and Lord Jesus Christ. So this is the whole church. I thank my God always make making mention of you in my prayers. Um, uh, I thank my God always making mention of you. Because I hear of your love and faith toward uh, the Lord Jesus Christ and toward all the saints. And I pray that the fellowship of your... Uh, now, what's interesting is verse 3, grace to y'all, mm-hmm. and, peace from, uh, and, and, uh, uh, and peace from God, our Father and Lord Jesus Christ. Corporate um, you know, mm-hmm. introduction, corporate right, right. Uh, to all. greeting. Mm-hmm. Verse 4 then goes singular. Mm-hmm. I thank my God always making mention of you, singular, in my prayers. Who's he talking to? Philemon. Philemon. Mm-hmm. He's narrowed because I hear of your, Philemon's love, and because of the faith which you, Philemon, have toward the Lord Jesus Christ and toward all, all the, the saints. saints. All the saints. All the saints. Including who? Onesimus. You're about to learn yeah. who he's so talking about. Yeah, no accident the way no, he's moving he's, this through. He's, yeah. 
Uh, and I pray, uh, the New American Standard says, pray, uh, translates it this way, and I pray that the fellowship of your faith may become effective. Uh, the NIV is probably better rendering of this, uh, that the partnership of your faith, mm-hmm. the partnership with us in your faith may be effective, may be energized. Yeah, the word there, the Greek word there, which we would understand is energize. It may, mm-hmm. you know, work. It may have some value. Here. Yeah. Um, may become effective. Uh through the knowledge of every good thing which is in you in Christ Jesus. The knowledge of every good thing. We're going to see, um, we're going to put this to the test, mm-hmm. right? Your participation in the gospel. For I have come uh, to have much joy and comfort in your love because the hearts of the saints have been refreshed through you, brother. Therefore, I have enough confidence in Christ to order you to do what is proper. Now, he hadn't sprung it on him yet. Yes. He's built, right? right? He's, He's building up. You're doing great. Yeah. Boy, your love yeah. for the brother and fellowship. Mm-hmm. You, I'm going to present with you a, a chance here to really put it on display, right? Mm-hmm. Which is really a great uh, – <laughs> what a great opportunity, right? Yeah. Uh, um, and so I could order you to do what I'm about to order you because I'm an apostle. Yet for love's sake, i rather make an appeal to you since I'm the person of Paul, the aged, and now also a prisoner in Christ Jesus – I appeal to you for my child, whom I have begotten in my imprisonment, Onesimus, your slave, who was formerly useless to you, but is now useful both to you and to me. And I have sent him back to you in person, that is, sending my very heart. So in other words, Onesimus is Paul's very heart. Yeah. Whom I wish to keep with me. I, w- I wanted to keep him with me. That on your behalf, he, Onesimus, might minister to me, Paul, in my imprisonment for the sake of the gospel. This mm-hmm. is how Philemon is going to participate with Paul in the gospel mm-hmm. through sending Onesimus back to him. Mm-hmm. And he can do it one of two ways. Because he was commanded to, that's the less preferable, but we can do that. Yes. The more desirable is for you, Philemon, to put on display your love participation, heart in the gospel, and to encourage all of these, right? Mm-hmm. There's no question that uh, Onesimus, the runaway slave who may have stolen something, mm-hmm. uh, uh, that uh, you may feel you were wronged, but you're going to put on display mm-hmm. uh, what uh, what uh, is going to really be an encouragement to the church. But without your consent, I didn't want to do anything, right? Um, in the Roman law, if there was a runaway slave, you were you had to return, return them, right? right? That your goodness should not be, as it were, by compulsion, but of your own free will. In other words, I didn't want to just send you a letter saying, oh, by the way, Onesimus showed up, I saved him, and he's staying with me. Mm -hmm. I sent him back to you. Yeah. So that you would not be moved by compulsion, command, but by your own free will, by your partnership in the gospel, Mm -hmm. for your desire to encourage the brethren through your love that you're going to show to the brethren this one who has wronged you, right? Which he could justify. Sure. With the law. Absolutely, yeah. That he didn't have to. Yeah, Yeah. that's right. Perhaps he was, uh, for this reason, departed for you from a while, that you should receive him back forever. He was useless, but now he's useful, not only you, but to me, no longer as a slave, Hmm. but much more than a slave, a beloved brother, especially to me, 
but much more to you, both in the flesh and in the Lord. Right? He went away mm-hmm. as a slave. He came back as a brother. So if you regard me as a partner, right? Right. So that goes back to the, you know, we're going to test your partnership with me. If you regard right. me as a partner in the gospel, accept him as you would me. If he's wronged you in any way or if he owes you anything, charge it to my account. I, Paul, is writing the, I am writing this letter with my own hand. I will repay it. Now, by the way, I would remind you, mm-hmm. <laughs> lest I go. should have to remind you, yes. that uh, you owe me your very soul as well. In other words, I led you to Christ. You owe me your soul, right? Yeah. So if we want to get on to counting debts, we can talk right. about that. We right? can. What, what do you owe me and what does he owe you? And let's compare notes, okay? Mm-hmm. But let's not go there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if he's wronged you anything, uh, the compulsion part of it, you know, if you feel like you've got, then you, you just it. charge it to my account. Right. And I'll take care of it. But be reminded of what you owe me. Mm-hmm. We're going to start charging. If we're keeping know, score. If we're keeping score. If we're, if we're saying you who owes big. who what. You owe big. Um, then mm-hmm. maybe we don't want need to have that discussion. Mm-hmm. Right? You, maybe you need to think this through. Yes, brother. Uh, let me benefit from you in the Lord. Refresh my heart in Christ. Having confidence in your obedience, I write to you since I know that you will do even more than what I say. At the time, uh, at the same time, also prepare a lodging for me. <laughs> He's not giving him much choice. No. He's in prison. Read it in front of the church. Here's your choice, right? Mm-hmm. So now there's this peer pressure to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. And Paul's uh, not only appealing to him, but now his decision is going to be in front of the whole church, either to encourage the whole church or to you know, basically be obedient to Paul mm-hmm. in front of the whole. The, the first is much better, mm-hmm. and Paul says, "Oh, by the way, um, if he's wronged you in any way, charge it to my account. If we want to start collecting debts, um, you owe me your soul. And oh, by the way, I'm coming. So mm-hmm. prepare a lodging for me. Right? <laughs> what choice does he have? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Which really, um, Paul presents a choice for him, but there's only one correct response if he truly is. Who he says he is. A partner in the yeah. gospel. And if this is really real to him, mm-hmm. this what an opportunity to put this on display. Mm-hmm. Uh, he went away as a slave. He comes back as a brother. And you're going to demonstrate to the whole church uh, that everything's changed because of his salvation in Christ mm-hmm. and because of your salvation in Christ, right? Now Merc- you are mercy of brothers. God on display. That's exactly right, mm-hmm. right? Fellow workers, fellow mm-hmm. members of the body, fellow for t- participants. And you regard him now as a brother. Uh, you forgive him because you've been forgiven. Mm-hmm. So uh, at the same time, verse 22, he says, uh, prepare a lodging for me, and I hope that through your prayers I will be given to you. Epaphras, my fellow prisoner in Christ, greets you, as do Mark and uh, Aristarchus and Demas and Luke and my fellow workers. All of these guys were mentioned uh, mm-hmm. at the, in the book of Colossians mm-hmm. as well. They know all these guys, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, by the way, we're all out here suffering and serving for Jesus. Here's your chance to join in. That's right. right? Um, don't miss it. Work with us. Right? Um, and and you need to take this opportunity out of compulsion. Mm-hmm. Or not out of compulsion, but out of desire, out of love for the Lord, out of love for the gospel, out of love for the brethren, and out of your love for Onesimus. Mm-hmm. What a powerful letter. Mm-hmm. Uh, the grace of the Lord. Uh, Jesus Christ be with you in your spirit. There's a lot there. 
Uh, no, where do we begin with the church? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you know, that person uh, wronged me. They didn't greet me mm-hmm. in the right way. Or they, Look, it pales in comparison. Right. Um, what are we talking about here? Do we love uh, the Lord? Do we love the brethren or do we not? And if we say we love the Lord, but we don't care for the brethren in our midst, mm-hmm. even those who've wronged us, mm-hmm. what good is that? Mm-hmm. Right. And so what a great opportunity uh, for Philemon. I'd like to hear how this ended. What happened? Mm -hmm. Because I think this would be – the the church that was there got to benefit from his response. Mm -hmm. I'd almost guarantee you uh, that he went above and beyond, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. How could he not? (laughs) The accountability. Uh, And, and, you know, the the, – Anger that he might have felt just taken uh, is taken over by. Well, we don't we don't really have an understanding of what it means for him in the you know to be an owner of a slave right. now, brother. Uh, the peer pressure we don't. Have, this is pretty radical. Huge heart transformation. Yeah, and a, and a uh, not only to help Paul mm-hmm. encourage Paul, but what an encouragement. To this church, yes, right, uh, that we're all in this together. Mm-hmm. Um, what a great opportunity uh, for Philemon, and and we have these opportunities presented to mm-hmm. us all. All the, how do we respond when we're wronged? Um, how do we care for the brethren? How do we love one another? Uh, how does uh, how do we encourage one another in mm-hmm. good deeds? This is the type of stuff that that these other verses are talking about. It, it, it's easy to say in passing as some kind of a principal verse, but this is a an illustration. This is a, a situation uh, where you get to live it out, mm-hmm. right? And so these verses of theory, if they're not lived out in practice, in tough ways in practice, right. uh, do, you, do we really uh, believe it? Are they really our conviction or they're just words that we say? Yeah, and that's where the where we've talked about this faith becoming our belief or conviction, and then it moves us to serve. It moves us to respond. It's the belief drives behavior thing, and it's really not surface level stuff. And we've got to come to at some point if this is because we're talking about faith. We're talking about faith that is real, and a savior is returning. And if if we really believe this stuff, Mm -hmm. at what point? Will we decide to engage in relationships like this? Absolutely. Absolutely. Notice uh, something else that's happening here. that, And this is the way it goes, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that we obey the Lord because he told us to, right? Mm-hmm. There's authority here. Mm-hmm. Uh, you obey the apostles because they're apostles. You obey uh, your leaders because they're your leaders. Um, but that command ought to turn to desire. Mm-hmm. Uh, we begin by doing it because... You know, why do children obey your parents? Because I said so. <laughs> well, uh, we want them to go further than because I said so to understand why I'm saying so, so that you respond mm-hmm. out of, of desire, not out of compulsion. Right. Right. And so this is a test for Philemon. Where mm-hmm. are you? you know? mm-hmm. uh, now, I want you to also notice there's no choice here. You're going to do it. Mm-hmm. Right. And mm-hmm. I think we've said, well, I'm not doing it. Right. I'm not going to obey authority. Oh, that's really not going to go well. No, you really don't <laughs> yeah, want to go there. You, you do yeah, not want to no. go there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so many of us in the church are saying, you're not the boss of me. Yes. I'll go somewhere else. Um, 
y'all don't hold any authority over me. Um, and we fail to recognize that we are fellow members of the body. And with that comes accountability. And, um, and we are subject to the leaders of the church, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, and if the leader of the church is wrong, there's ways to address that in the scriptures. Sure, sure. But we recognize that God has established authority structure. It's not just in the church. It's in the family. It's in our culture. It's, it's, uh, you know, mm-hmm. throughout this be subject to. So, um, in the church, we do not want to be throwing around because I said so. Mm-hmm. If it comes to that, Paul's willing to do that. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, he gets to that point with the Corinthians at mm-hmm. the end of Second uh, Corinthians. Says, about had enough of y'all. Yeah, but it's the second time. If I come a third time. I won't spare any of you. Yeah, if you we'll want deal to with this. The power. This will not go yeah. well for you. Ananias right. and Sapphira. It didn't go well for them. No, it did not. Um, but it would be much better to, to obey through purity of heart and a desire to serve. Mm-hmm. And this is what we're seeing here. Yeah, I think we, another part of this that you mentioned the partnership. The partnership is not as if Paul is the head. See, that's the, that's the part because we don't see our Christ. We don't see our Savior. He's seated at the right hand of the Father. We know one day we're going to see him, but we I think we forget that when we talk about partnership together for the gospel, right. we're going to win some people to Christ, you know, evangelize, reach our community. I think we forget that our ultimate partnership here is not with you and me, us. The ultimate partnership is that He's building his church, and he loves his church. Mm-hmm. And you tread—you should tread lightly. Yeah, you can also notice the different roles, mm-hmm. right? Right. Paul, the, equipping. Is the apostle, mm-hmm. uh, is in partnership, and his his partnership, his role in the partnership is different than uh, you know the, than the elder. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's different than Archivist. the church members. It's different than uh, uh, than the slave owner. It's different mm-hmm. than uh, the you know. So the way that Onesimus is a partner as well, Philemon is a partner, mm-hmm. uh, um, um, Archippus is a partner, Epaphras is a, pi- a partner, Mark and Aristarch. Mm-hmm. And so how do you contribute? How I contribute to the partnership is different than how you contribute to the mm-hmm. partnership. And here's Philemon's chance, mm-hmm. right? You think, well, wait a second. You know, if, if you stop and think about, well, slave ran away, he's gone anyway. Well, you know, what am I out if he's... So it's really a pretty simple partnership, isn't it? Right? He's already gone. Forgive him. Let him serve serve Paul. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. We want a better heart. We better that. heart. Yeah. The motive. Yeah. The motive. The motive. And what an encouragement. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so we we tend to think if we're not pastor of the church, or we're, if we're not the global, you know, evangelist, you know, leader, mm-hmm. that somehow we don't get to participate or partnership in the work of the gospel. Mm -hmm. But our partnership can be in very small and different ways. Each Mm -hmm. of us contribute in different ways because not all of member of the body serves in the same way. Mm -hmm. Um, But through this little act of love, it's a huge uh, encouragement still is today Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. to the church uh, that reads this little letter that uh, Paul writes to this slave owner who can mm-hmm. now participate in the gospel, mm-hmm. partner with Paul and with the others, and be an encouragement not only to that church, but to the church in Brenham, Texas, mm-hmm. thousands of years later. Yeah. What a, what a testimony. 
So to the extent that you submit to the authority or your role, uh, may your motive for doing what you do be pure and for the love of Christ. Absolutely. And your, you know, and your show partnership up and be faithful. in the gospel. Do mm-hmm. your part. I'm not yeah. asking you to do all the parts. Just right. do your part. Just right? show up and be faithful. Be faithful to do your part. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, in small ways. Uh, in significant ways. Mm-hmm. And the only re- and I'm sure that that these types of things happen throughout church history, and we don't get to benefit because they weren't written down. But mm-hmm. here's a small one. This is a relatively small mm-hmm. issue. Mm-hmm. Um, if you think about the end result, slaves gone, he can serve Paul or not serve. Anyway, he's not going back anyway. Um, but when you think about the heart change and how it encourages the church, this is huge. Mm-hmm. It's a mm-hmm. huge mm-hmm. encouragement, mm-hmm. Uh, and so we can all do that. Yeah, I just I'm just kind of. Just thinking about this, if I were in this little huddle of believers, the huge encouragement that's happening here. Oh, and just, I, I long for that for people. I know when we talk about our care groups, we talk about doing life together. I think of these small examples that we have to see this. And we, we talk about, you know, it's a tough world we live in. We need encouragement. We're missing out on all this encouragement all around us yes. on a regular basis for yeah. people just being faithful in the lives and the relationships you have. And so we tend to look outside for this encouragement, um, but it's right in front of us. The opportunity is right in front of us. And so I think this is big, big encouragement for us. Yeah. And so and just one more thing before we end, you know, not only is this encouragement for those in the church, could you imagine the witness oh. this would have to the world? So, mm-hmm. Wait a second. Mm-hmm. This runaway slave leaves. And then comes back, and I'm trying to figure out what you people are doing over there in that house because, you know, <laughs> it's kind of, loving one another. Yeah, and it's, you yeah. know, it's kind of this weird thing going on over there. You're not keeping like, score. Right, you're, what is it? And then wow. this slave is coming in. Now he's hanging out, and he's got his feet on the recliner, and, and you're eating together. And <laughs> yeah. what's going on here? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> What it's, are you all doing? It's pretty radical. Right? Yeah. Uh, the world will know that you're my disciples by the way that you – Love one another. Mm-hmm. Part of how we love one another is encourage one another and forgive one another, mm-hmm. right? Right. And this is a wrong that has been done, um, but it's made right, mm-hmm. right, on both accounts. Mm-hmm. Right? Onesimus returning, Philemon forgiving, uh, and you're going to see Onesimus' uh, participation in the gospel throughout mm-hmm. the rest of the story, and it's just a huge encouragement, right? Mm-hmm. And I think it needs to encourage us. So if we love each other well— uh, if we uh, forgive one another, uh, if we live this out in the congregation, not only does it encourage believers in the congregation, but it always it also ought to encourage the world outside to look mm-hmm. and say, "There's something different going on there. Something's happening, right? Uh, maybe I need to find out what's going on over there. The world yeah. will know that you're my disciples by the way that you love one another. Divine curiosity. Maybe we could get to loving one another. Yeah. Um. My suspicion is that loving each other well will have greater evangelistic benefits than world missions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if we love one another well, I don't know. I think maybe people will be won over to Christ. And I think knowing the times of this writing, they didn't have the pamphlets, the brochures, the emails. They didn't have the, the the big billboards. Right. Yet, Paul, you see this spreading throughout the known world. Right. 
and quickly, rather quickly. Absolutely. Because you mentioned earlier in, in other times where, you know, Paul, his desires, his brethren, his countrymen, Israel, comes to faith. It's gone out into the Gentiles to make them jealous. So, I mean, the impetus for this happening quickly and the way that it did, sometimes I wonder if Paul's not thinking, maybe I'll get to see Israel. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And Christ's return. These Gentile pagans are repenting, returning, turning to the Lord, believing in the Christ, loving one another. What is going on? Yeah. Right. This is, <laughs> and they're and they're doing it without a uh, you know a multimedia event mm-hmm. and you know, podcasts like we have now and websites yeah. and yeah. and a lot of the stuff that we're doing in the church to attract people is substituting being substituted for what we should be doing, which is love, love one, one another. Mm-hmm. If you didn't have a sign on the building, would the people know that's where that church meets? Right. If they don't, maybe we ought to have some questions about that. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that signs are bad, but I'm saying that's not the sign that the scriptures say yeah, to put yeah. up in front of the uh, the church. The mm-hmm. church, the sign uh, to the church is look at how they love one another. Yeah. Right? Uh, um, imagine if we got the first things yeah. right, yep. and then all of the other giftings or the extras yep. would just enhance. Just yep. Yep. so. Anyway, it's an exciting letter. Absolutely. Uh, very encouraging. And so I hope that people who are listening can, can see that uh, it's not because we have to, it's because we get to. Yep. Out of yep. love. So thank yep. you, David. Great letter. Thank you for being with us today. Thanks for listening to Teach Me the Bible podcast. For more information, download our app. If you have any questions or desire to continue our discussion from today's topic, send an email to Bible at championfellowship.org. Remember, your belief drives your behavior. See you next time.